0: Good morning. Good morning. Harrison Agents to buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello.
1: Good morning. Good morning. Just a step
0: inside the sideline
1: is Courtney Vine. Centers it again. Foul. along long ball forward. Rasso goes to ground. Penalty. <laughs> Hayley Rasso was caught up among the defenders. She hits the grounds. And the referee, Adina Alves, points to the penalty spots. It'll be her left foot against Courtney Brosnan in goals for Ireland. Catley steps up. Right down the middle for Australia. And Stadium Australia has never been noisier. There it is, the stunning penalty goal last night from the Matildas to give us the 1-0 victory over Ireland to kick off our World Cup campaign in style. Good morning. You're listening to SEN Tassie Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. And we now move to our next guest, who was a former young Matilda, currently applying a trade with North Melbourne in AFLW. I speak of Ellie Gavalis. Good morning, Ellie.
2: Good morning, guys.
1: How are we going? We are very well, thank you. Happy Friday to you. Uh, We'll start with the soccer side of things. How excited are you, first of all, for this World Cup on home soil?
2: Yeah, super excited. I mean, you know, having 75,000 people um, last night to watch the girls and, um, you know, last week I went and watched them in the friendly against France. It was just amazing seeing the support they're getting and, um, you know, they deserve all that support. But it's just, yeah, super exciting and on home soil is super, super cool.
0: Was very exciting, Ellie. Now, you're uh, a young Matilda. Have you got some favourite memories from those young days?
2: Look, I will – I'll have to set the – set the record straight a little bit. I, I wouldn't really say I was a young Matilda. I did I did go to a young Matilda camp. Um, well, that's, no, good that's
1: good that's enough good for, us for us. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't say yourself yeah, short.
2: I'll, no, I wouldn't, wouldn't quite use that term of, of me being a young Matilda, but, yeah, look, I um, was sort of part of the Tasmanian Institute of Sport uh, growing up through my teens, and then, um, yeah, sort of when I was around 15, went to a young Matilda's camp and, um, I was named in the squad then, but then obviously didn't progress any further um, you know, but it was a pretty amazing experience being up at um, the AIS in Canberra uh, for a few days so um, yeah it was it was really cool that kind
0: of ruins my next question, Brent because I was going to ask <laughs> why she pursued AFL over over soccer is that was that a realistic opportunity do you think you had you have stuck at it
2: um, look potentially i I don't know. I mean, when I was um, 18, I sort of moved over to Melbourne to study physiotherapy and then I was still pursuing soccer at the time and then um, the AFLW actually came out and I went to the first game and thought, yeah, this is pretty cool. So um, ended up actually just going to a a local club and training and, yeah, I guess the rest is history.
1: Yeah, so tell us about the the switch, Ellie, I suppose. Did it take you long to, to pick up the game of Aussie rules or had you played it and dabbled in it a bit as a youngster?
2: I'd never played it, um, but, you know, my brother growing up, he played a lot of footy, so I'd always go um, and watch his games, and we'd always go to the park and kick the footy. We never actually really took the soccer balls, mainly mainly the footy. Um, and then, you know, I guess the skills transfer over a little bit, so it wasn't wasn't too bad. Um, definitely a lot of that hand, hand-eye coordination, I had to pick up a fair bit more. Obviously, soccer's mainly foot skills, but... Um, yeah, you know, I, I sort of dabbled in it, but didn't didn't really play growing up. Now it's exciting times
1: for for North Melbourne. The, the fixture finally came out during the week, and another couple of games here in Tasmania, which is which is awesome. One in Hobart, one in Launceston. You must be looking forward to getting back home and playing in front of a home crowd.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you said, yeah, sort of finally came out, so it's good to good to get the fixture out, so we can really yeah um, look forward to to some games and. Yeah, super excited round one in Tassie against the Saints at uh, Blunton Arena. So, yeah, I mean, we love playing in Tassie, all of us do, and especially me and the other Tassie girls in the team. So, yeah, super excited. Yeah, love coming down, and um, obviously, you get to play in front of the family, so nothing really beats that.
0: How do you reckon you'll be placed early come 2028? Will you be looking to come home and, <laughs> and put on the Tassie jumper, or are you happy to stay over there?
2: Oh look, we'll see. I mean, I'll be. I think I'll be sort of thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two. So we'll, we'll see where I'm at. Mid career. Um, mid
0: career. Yeah, yeah, mid career. Exactly.
2: Yeah, later one forty. No. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm super excited, obviously, for a Tassie team to be to be coming out. So I uh, will see where see where I'm at. Then I absolutely love North, um, and you know, aren't looking to move anywhere at this stage. So we'll see. We'll see what happens by 2028.
1: There's a, a fair bit of Tassie flavour there at North Melbourne for a while, Ellie. it's uh, sort of uh, dropped off in the last couple of years, but still, you've got yourself and Nicole Bresnahan and Mia King to, to name a few. Um, how are they tracking this preseason?
2: Yeah, really good, really good. They're both um, they're both probably having the best preseason um, of their careers. So, very exciting stuff. Um, yeah, I think I think just generally as a, t- as a team, we're looking really good, and um, yeah, super excited for. This upcoming season, but yeah, those two girls are absolutely
0: smashing it at preseason. Can you give our listeners a little bit of an insight, Ellie, into obviously the the professionalism around female sports changed a lot, and not, and with North Melbourne, you're obviously using the same facility as the men's program. D- do you interact a lot? Do you do you share much information? Do you, you know obviously the facility you're sharing, but um, is there is there a bit of um, communication between both pathways, helping each other out?
2: Yeah, there is actually. So, this this season particularly, we've actually transitioned to having a full day at the club um, on a Tuesday training. So, um, historically, we'd be training sort of at, you know five o'clock after work, and the boys would be rolling out at, around that time. So we wouldn't really cross paths that much. Whereas now, we actually do see them a fair bit, um, a fair bit more. And yeah, we sort of have lunches together, which is nice. And um, you know, we're actually really welcome into there. Um, program as well into, if we want to do any sort of observation or learning in, in what they're doing as well so um, yeah there is definitely definitely much more crossover now that we're in the club a lot more and um, the club's great as I said in terms of like, we've got Emma King actually who's um, doing a bit of work with um, the men's VFL program for a bit of development and then we've got obviously Emma Carney who's now a development coach um, in the in the AFL men's program so um, I think that's helped facilitate a bit of crossover as well
1: Ellie Gavales, before we let you go, North's been around the mark for many, many years but haven't tasted the, the ultimate success yet. Do you think you've got the team that can do it this year?
2: I do. I really do. Um, I think we've definitely got the team. We've just got to now, yeah, put it all together and um, I think we're setting ourselves ourselves up for the best chance, for sure.
0: What about the Matildas? Can they go all the way?
2: Yep, I reckon they can. Um, you know, obviously they... they um, they had a win last night. It wasn't obviously their best best game, but you know sometimes you've got to win that way. So, um, yeah, I'm backing them in for sure.
0: Who's their biggest threat? The US? Who else is who's going to challenge them?
2: Yeah, probably the probably US or Germany, I
0: reckon.
2: Yep.
1: Fantastic stuff. Ellie, great to have you on board. Uh, and you're here for round one of the AFLW season, Blunston Arena. Oh, Tim Payne spent a lot of time on Bell Reef. Got any tips for Ellie about playing on Bell Reef? Uh, not football. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. Don't get tackled.
0: <laughs> oh. Stay out wide. <laughs> yes. I'll do my best.
1: Uh, very good. That's Tim with the third five past one. Can't wait to see you and North Melbourne's AFLW side in Tassie. Ellie Gavales. thanks for joining us on SEN Tassie Breakfast. Cheers.
2: Thanks so much for having me.
1: There she goes, Ellie Gavallis, a former, I'm going to go with it, young Matilda
0: Absolutely.
1: and AFLW star, of course.
0: God, you, if people are going to call you that, you let them Absolutely. run with it all the time. don't correct them. Alex Carey's the best of all time, <laughs> AFL footballer. I mean, he was at the Giants when he was 17.
1: <laughs> uh, we're here for, thanks to Harrison agents. We're going to get to our final break. It is 10 to 8 here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. Back to wind up the show after this.